0: Hi, it's Nick here. If you're a fan of my work, then I know you either like tarot, horror films, or both. My latest project is a tarot deck inspired by Italian gothic horror films of the 60s and 70s. Referred to as giallo films, their movie posters were known for their dramatic and bold graphic design choices. I'm bringing that same aesthetic to a new Rider-Waite-style tarot deck that I call Tarocchi Gialli, where each card is lovingly crafted to look like a film poster from the era. It's launching on Kickstarter February 19th. To learn more about the project, follow me on Instagram at chainassembly or visit www.chainassembly.com. Like I was saying, I'll do that any day of the week, but never, never on a Wednesday. Hmm. So today I have with me Leslie, the wonderful realtor, Leslie Haas. We have just a strictly professional relationship. Just kidding. This is my wife. <laughs> You've probably heard her on a lot of uh, ads lately. Get used to that. <laughs> I enjoy having her support me and I like supporting her. <laughs> so, um, we're starting the first of something we plan on doing regularly throughout the year particularly in the holiday season and that is review hallmark
1: movies
0: (laughs) say hi leslie hi everyone okay uh you can clip that you don't have to hold it
1: i know it fell in my hair okay all right
0: um if you hold it like too close to your mouth then it gets muffled so i'm sorry okay we're also trying out some lapel mics
1: It's my first time on a podcast, just like most people.
0: Yeah. Well, you're doing great so far. Oh, thank you. We're only a minute in, and you've already nailed it. Okay, we're also on our second cup of coffee of the day, so keep that in mind. <laughs> our espresso machine broke, so we have just been... Let's not talk about depressing things right oh, now. okay. All right, so the movie we're reviewing premiered yesterday, just last night, on Hallmark. It is part of their... Mahogany series. Mahogany series? Yes. Wasn't it also January? I think they call it.
1: I think it was Love Youary.
0: Love Youary, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> January would make sense for... Why didn't they do January? So these are all movies based and inspired by Jane Austen stories. So why didn't they do January instead of Love Youary? Well, I don't
1: know when it technically started and Valentine's Day's in February. I know, but January is a better pun than Love Youary. Well, I don't know if it's all Jane Austen theme, if that's what you're talking
0: about. I believe it is. Like, no,
1: when... there was what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Is, I believe there's other Feb- love you Were-y new movies that are not based on Jane Austen.
0: Oh. Yes. Okay. There just happens to be a whole bunch based on Jane in Austen. In February. Okay. Well, maybe next year we'll get reruns of all the Jane Austen-themed ones and call it January. I guess so. Or in August they could do <laughs> uh, uh, Augustin? Augustin? Austin, Austin, guest Like Austin, Texas. No, like Austin from Jane Austen. Oh, but right. August. Ignore me. Okay. <laughs> <It doesn't work. laughs> All right. Sorry. So, um, let me see. We got IMDb here. We we both took notes. So, Sense and Sensibility. Um, this one was directed by.
1: Wait, should we caveat of have you read Sense and Sensibility?
0: No. So I'm going to have to review the story as I understand it via this movie. So that's
1: what I wanted to caveat everyone in (laughs) is that uh, we have not read Sense and Sensibility, the book. But (laughs) do we own it? Of course we do. It looks beautiful on ourselves in the whole collection we have. Um, I have seen the one. um, I cannot tell you what year it was made. Ninety-six. Ninety-six. Okay, I remember.
0: Yeah. When in doubt, ninety-six.
1: When in doubt, which makes complete sense. Um, I grew up watching uh, *Sense and Sensibility* with Alan Rickman, Emma Thompson, Hugh Grant, um, because my older sister was in love with that movie, so I had no option but to continuously watch it it's a good movie i enjoy it very much
0: uh from what i recall it was directed by um ang lee who went after that he did um the hulk or did he do crouching tiger hidden dragon directly after that
1: by the way i am not into movies like he is okay so i don't know but so, <laughs> I feel like the way this is, it's every director has to make a Hallmark movie. <laughs>
0: so, so uh, just looking at IMDb, this was direct. This comes to us from director Roger M. Bob. It was written by Tom Huddleston. No, sorry, Tim Tim, Tim Huddleston, almost Tom Hiddleston, but the letters <laughs> switch. Tim Huddleston and co co writing credit from Jane Austen. So I wonder if a state gets any money for that. Or, I don't know. I don't want to say uh, domain. You no, know, and but. IMDb suggests other movies like Dating Mr. Darcy, An American in Austin, Love and Jane. So that was
1: the one that was on right beforehand, the Love and Jane.
0: Love and Jane.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a portrait like the the Disney. Anyways.
1: Oh, the silhouette.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um, we so we get the storyline, story. rated TVG. And so like looking at the cast on IMDb, they look way more gorgeous than they did in the movie.
1: I mean, they're beautiful in their shots. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, all right, let's go into our notes. Um, The first note I have is black people.
1: That's what I was telling you. It's (laughs) mahogany. Oh, so that's we, what mahogany means? If you're not familiar with <laughs> the card Hallmark line in general, there's a mahogany. And as well, I don't, I unfortunately can't tell you years or how long, but they also now have it on their Hallmark channel. <laughs> um, but again, we've only been Hallmark um, intense just until we've gotten Pete. Oh, sh- am, I, am I allowed to say Peacock on here?
0: Yeah, why not? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you think we're going to demonetized because the cock isn't in? <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, um, because we've been having Peacock this last couple of years, mm-hmm. that we're able to watch it oh, every time. I'm okay. so sorry. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And anyway, so the Mahogany line um, features um, cards specific to um, to black people. Okay. So it's
0: so well. One note I have related to black people that I did appreciate about the movie, which. I thought was a good idea that was kind of hurt by the terribly low budget is they decorated some of the background scenes in the movie with like classical paintings of black people in like regalia. Oh, So it's like, you know, normally you'd see like a portrait of great uncle Hubert the third or whatever, but this is like a black person with like a a white wig. And then like, I'm like, okay, look, it's like, it's, they're trying to add to the realistic. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was, I did not notice that. Oh, okay.
1: And but there I, were only
0: two paintings and they kept showing up in different locations.
1: <gasps> oh no. Yeah, so we did notice that. Um first of all, usually when you have Hallmark, you like all their budget I swear they save is for the snow and when it comes to the winter, mm-hmm. the Christmas movies. Um, but here they spent money on drone footage, it mm-hmm. felt like, of the actual estates. And there were a variety of estates mm-hmm. between uh Norland, uh Devonshire, um, I can't think of what Willoughby's estate was called, but anyway, throughout those something different-
0: cottage. Well, that, that was Norland Cottage.
1: That was no, no, that was with um, the on the Devonshire estate, and it was oh gosh, where did it go? Oh Barton co- Cottage. Oh Barton. Yes, Barton. so they did have a variety, but and they clearly were not like well the cottage one maybe, yeah. but the actual like big estate ones were real yeah like that's where it was potentially one of them on the inside i don't know if they actually filmed there or not On the inside one of them kind of was clearly they rented out a bed and breakfast but there's plenty of times that they've used the budget (laughs) on like airbnb places
0: so i i wonder if like part of the reason that they got that high quality drone footage was they're like hey location if you go have these on this drone footage rental you'll get to use it for promoting your bed and breakfast.
1: But I didn't, I don't think it was, you know, granted, this is just Hallmark budget. I felt like they had a good amount of budget for what Mm -hmm. the Hallmark movie
0: Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. So, I mean, I did have a comment related to that is like the beginning of the movie, the costuming was gorgeous. Yes. And then it got weaker as the movie went on.
1: Just as I felt like with the setting when I was like, oh, the scene, I felt like this is an Airbnb because that bed comforter, did not go with that time period. Oh
0: no, <laughs> a lot so, of it didn't. A lot of it the, felt like 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 the White House kind of decor. I didn't
1: think a lot of it, but towards the end, like okay, I felt yeah. the quality of the outfits. Like they're yeah. like crap. We need to start changing these outfits. Let's tear up the mm-hmm. ones that we originally made and start stuffing them, switching their fabrics, mm-hmm. which is kind of uh, disheveled
0: seams. Yeah, I mean, I guess thematically, they're supposed to be down on their luck or whatever.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying, but I felt it with all of them, well, yeah. except for the ball. When they had the ball or whatever they called it, the whole dancing thing, right, right, yeah. there was yeah. a lot more costumes obviously involved because mm-hmm. there was hundreds of people, I felt like, in inco- not hundreds, mm-hmm. maybe 50.
0: Um, so a comment I had also from early on, when we first meet um, Edward, who is mm-hmm. one of the uh, potential love interests, he, he shows up riding up to the estate on horseback. And it was hilarious to me that I could tell it wasn't shot with a telephoto lens. So the cameraman was probably no more than 20 feet away from this guy on the horse, but he's like crouching low and looking up. And so Edward has to like ride by on a horse pretending there's not a cameraman right there. And it just, it felt so awkward to me. I don't know why.
1: Well, I just realized um, I've been on a horse... A few times in my life. Mm-hmm. But it's like, are those Hallmark people, you know, they're not paid a lot and they're specific type of actors? Like, mm-hmm. do they already know how to ride the horse? Hey, you get 10 minutes with this instructor on how to angle the horse or turn the horse so that you're not running into that cameraman that's 20 feet away. That's a good point. I don't know if I could have you know, that quick of a turnaround of, um, how to quickly steer a horse. Because you know, when you're on a group tour, those horses sometimes don't want to listen to you.
0: Well, well, speaking about that, there's a scene later on where, um, what's the middle daughter's so name? So I guess I'm impressed. What's the middle daughter's name? Um, Marianne. Marianne. When Marianne falls down the hill, I was in the bathroom. I missed that part. Was it a stunt person? <laughs> like, do they have a budget for stunt people? Or <laughs> no. are they like, Marianne, you want to save this role? You're going to roll down this hill.
1: I mean, it was the, like, fakest of grass. Okay. Plush-wise, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they did, like, film in frickin' England. Mm. Um,
0: oh, yeah. Or United. I'd like to know where this was shot.
1: I would like to know where, Feels because... Feels like
0: Bulgaria or place <laughs> super cheap. Or <and laughs> else here. they had
1: really nice grass. We're just mm-hmm. used to Florida grass here. Yeah. Um, as we're bundled up, and it's, you know, 68 degrees <laughs> outside.
0: <laughs> um, oh. Another ro- note that I wrote, which I feel like is a problem with Hallmark movies in general... Too much music. Do they have to fill every moment of the movie with music? Can't we just have people have, like, quiet conversations? So do you mean
1: music in regards to the pianoforte that was playing background music? What do you mean music?
0: Background music. Like, the score. Like, I feel like they rely too heavily on the score dictating the emotions that the audience needs to feel at that given moment. I feel like they don't trust the actors and the writing to deliver that emotion.
1: I was just about to say, it's probably because they don't <laughs> trust all the actors. Cause again, we're talking about specific yeah. quality. We know there's movie quality, acting mm-hmm. theater, acting hallmark, specific acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what is that called? Like TV episodes? Soap opera. No, not so that. Soap opera is a sitcom. different act, sitcom acting. Yeah. So Hallmark is its own genre and mm-hmm. acting. And so I think you do have to use the materials around you to
0: juice it up. Okay. Well, I'm mean, going to get that because they don't really, again, this might be a problem with the Jane Austen story and maybe how it's awkwardly unfilmable or unfilmable. But I feel like she's like, oh, hi, pleasure to meet you, Edward. Five minutes later, we're going to get married and have babies. So they don't let the the relationships develop. They don't let anything exciting happen. I mean, they make everything happen way too quickly. It's like Leslie was saying, it's like Anna from Frozen.
1: Yeah, I characterized Mary in the middle daughter as uh, she was giving Anna from Frozen energy in in (laughs) regards to we finish each other's sandwiches Um, (laughs) and uh, the quick of. But there was also... How, what things were then, yet you could have an engagement for four years mm-hmm. or you're married in two seconds. Because if you aren't married by, I don't know, 17, it feels like sometimes in these stories that you are a spinster. And especially how they show that ad as Eleanor, the oldest sister, to my like feeling is like, you know, the oldest sister still isn't married yet either to like help take care of them mm-hmm. uh, since the brother screwed them over. But, you know, they're going to latch on quick. They don't want to be spinsters and then, you know, be penniless, living in someone else's cottage, not on their land. So they're going to hook up with the first one that supposedly has a good fortune coming since they don't have a dowry to give. Since, again, the brother, what's the brother's name? John
0: took it all away. So I missed the beginning. Because of Franny. I missed the beginning because I was cleaning the kitchen. So what's the plot in the beginning of the movie? (laughs) (laughs) So the father... Mm -hmm.
1: Um, they're on, he's on his deathbed. He looks very much alive and awake, you know, so he's in that, um, part where he's just about to die. So he's like alert and oriented. Um, all the kids, not all the kids, the daughters and the wife are surrounded. He's saying, like, I love three you. Three daughters. Like, three daughters and the wife are in the scene. Mm-hmm. And so he passes away. And so they're in their mourning period and they're, um, talking about what's gonna happen with them because the estate doesn't go to them, it goes to the oldest, um, which uh, male, which is their, the son, John. And John has promised to take care of them and to, um, that they'll be given a certain fortune dowry, um, can still live at Norland where they're currently at, which is a very large estate.
0: So John wasn't a cousin, he was like their brother?
1: Correct. He was their oldest brother. Whenever he came in saying, sisters, I love you. And I was like, I corrected it saying, oh, that's right. He's a brother, not a cousin. But he was the only white person in the family. I was mixing up with pride and prejudice. Correct. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't see the father was white. Oh okay. Okay. <laughs> Caveat.
0: Okay. I'm like, it's weird that the oldest son is white and everyone else in the family is black. okay. So the, the dad was, the white. dad was white. Okay. I guess they don't want us to ask these questions in in these kinds of movies
1: kill off the white people (laughs) i shouldn't take that out please Um, (laughs) oh good my microphone anyway so then that's when it shows them also introducing the character fanny which fanny ferris which Mm -hmm. is his wife edward's sister but we don't know that yet anyway so we're they're talking about Fanny, like, oh, we'll be with um John and Fanny. And then so they're coming up. Um, Fanny and John are in a carriage. Um is the next scene them talking about saying, um, well, John's just quiet. Fanny's there telling him what to do, saying, Um, you're gonna basically kick your family out. Um, we've always wanted to live at Norland. We're not gonna let your your sisters be there. Um, it's our place. And so House they get gigantic. gigantic. <laughs> my gosh i know 36 bedrooms 40 bathrooms probably actually that's chamber pots i don't know what they really did back then at that time anyway so (laughs) um they uh so the sisters and the mom are on the steps of norland as the carriage pulls up and they greet each other because
0: they couldn't get permission to film inside
1: probably because they couldn't get permission to film inside (laughs) so um and then the next scene is they're um you know, like walking up the steps saying like, sorry for your loss. And then uh, Fanny like makes a comment about, I can't wait to be in here and change things up. And then they're at, um, oh, excuse me, and then they're um, at like dinner or luncheon or something like that. And uh, Fanny starts bringing up about Oh, the place, in, it's gorgeous, by the way. Um, and she's like, oh, it needs so many repairs, taking a look around, things need to be updated. And then so she like hits John kind of, and he goes, yes, yeah, so that's gonna be less money that uh, because this place needs all the fixing up that we uh, can't give you as much for your monthly allowances and we won't be able to do like a dowry for you. And then uh, um, that's when, oh, we had, did we meet Edward by then?
0: I remember he just came horse and back. Came up on via horseback. Horseback. Riding on horseback.
1: Oh, right. So
0: and that's no, when you first met Ed, Meg Edward, and, y- and Marie.
1: Oh Margaret and Mary Wait, that was Willoughby. We you talking about the fall? No. Anyway, we had met Edward by then because he was at the dinner. Um <laughs> and uh, when he was saying how long that he was going to be there and he was like oh you know i will be here and that's when fanny interrupts no more than a month like she could dictate mm. it because it was her property all of a sudden
0: oh, I think I
1: um that. but edward's like mm, one to two months is when i would like to be here and then uh Edward brought up about the charm of the place. He goes, Oh, but you know, because of its historicalness, it should be preserved and it's kept up its charm. And then that's when John, who clearly can't think for himself, um, pipes up and goes, yeah, I do like this old charm. We shouldn't change anything. So, Oh, Mm. here's the money.
0: So this is just an aside. I know fanny is a dirty word in England. At one point Jane Austen, I assume is British. Uh, At what point did that become like a normal name for a woman to have to become a dirty word? Not that you have the answer to it, just something I'm wondering.
1: I don't know, I guess Fanny Pack.
0: What's, oh, like the bag?
1: Yeah. Oh. Because it's used like that in America?
0: When you said Fanny Pack, my first thought was political action committee. (laughs) Like a super pack to raise funds for. Anyways, okay. Okay. All right, too much money.
1: Are you tired of riding an emotional roller coaster every month? As a woman, I get it. The Women's Wheel is here to be your emotional anchor. Understand your cycle and discover the archetypes that resonate with your unique and dynamic emotional landscape. Together, let's find balance, strength, and a sense of ease through the changes. Head to womenswheel.co to start your journey of self-discovery and emotional empowerment today.
0: So um, when we first meet Edward on that horse scene, uh, Margaret just pops out of nowhere, the youngest daughter, and starts like threatening him with a fake wooden sword. Oh, actually, children it, are weird So actors. one of my notes is the actress is probably 15 years old, but if she's playing like a nine-year-old, And it's very uncomfortable. It
1: is uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then the fact that, like, Edward plays along with her, that reminds me of um, something that, like, uh, it's kind of like a screenwriting 101 thing. Is like, if you have a dislikable character, you need to have them uh, take care of a stray cat. Oh, yeah. Which is something that happens in Madam Web. So that's what that reminded me of. Oh, gosh. So, like, not that he's unlikable or anything, but, like, we see him for 30 seconds, and he instantly plays with a little kid. So that's supposed to be our audience going, okay, he's a good person, and now the... Oh, the middle sister is going to have a crush on him because he's so sweet to the younger sister Ugh, which grosses me out but we're not and I'm like that's children. lazy writing it's
1: lazy writing we're not into children I get it <laughs> and so when I see they're like oh we have to be lovey-dovey to a child or just the way he interacts with her and I'm like this scene still could have been better but you know yeah, it's the trying to hook you in yeah. to his character I get and again, it was, you know, and also it was
0: Hallmark rules
1: 20 seconds Hallmark rules uh, it would be great if he just we,
0: ripped that wooden sword out of her hand chucked it into the woods and they just kept walking
1: all the time yeah so, <laughs> so that's what we do with our dogs (laughs) Um, but yes you always have to come back to Hallmark quality
0: so they get kicked out of the house and then they move into um, the some other land that's owned by Mr. Middleton we'll
1: we'll stop we'll pause it for that second because what I'm going to talk about is in regards to the mother and so her character (laughs) and feeling that they're now becoming paupers peasants Mm -hmm. um since they're having to leave norland and that the oldest daughter um eleanor had to do the played
0: by susan lawson R- ray reynolds yeah
1: yeah but to where she had to go and do the work and like go around asking family hey guys we're about to be kicked out of our home since the mom's like we're going to be out of here in a week a week to go where who knows because she mm. has no money in her bank accounts.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought it was weird that they used the term bank accounts. That yeah. just didn't seem period accurate.
1: We're like, did they have
0: bank I figured it'd be like, oh, we don't have enough shillings in our ledger or something like that. Uh, not bank accounts empty.
1: Right. Uh, exactly. Like, you don't have a the, the debit bank card's account. not. The debit card's not. Re- re-
0: yeah. Being rejected down at the CVS.
1: Debiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> debit. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, debit shire. And, you know, Eleanor puts the word out like, hey, is anyone able to house us, you know, brothers kicking us out dad died um and the mom's like why did you tell everyone our situation that's like <laughs> disgusting um and she's like well mom found us a place to live um one of our i can't quite remember the relationship i'm always going to default to cousin but i can't remember anyway so everyone's a cousin. Everyone's a freaking cousin because they're all related to each other <laughs> majority of the time through that or they're in war together so they uh this one person's like, hey, my wife just died. You can come and stay with me. I have this empty old cottage that you can go and live in. And then the mom's like, oh, cottage. Disgusting. What are we, peasants? Anyway, so they move into the cottage of well, so John Middleton.
0: This is where I want to pop in. John Middleton, my note is Mr. Middleton gives off community theater energy. So I know he felt like he was hosting like a, like a Christmas carol. He's like, Oh, come on down children. Welcome to the estate. Oh. So
1: this is again, didn't read the book, but I feel like it's going from the energy of the movie done. Um, earlier that, you know, Emma Thompson, all that, because in that, I remember the uh, Middleton and his mother-in-law that's still with him are very gossipy, rumor milly, like just want to spill and start the tea. So they're very theatrical Mm. in their character. So potentially maybe they're like that in the book to where they're very... Um, flamboyant over the mm-hmm. top in regards to what they're talking about. So maybe they were picking that up because it reminded me that's when I remembered like, oh, that's right. Hugh Grant was in this movie because the way Edward was acting was just like Hugh Grant. Oh
0: yeah. He's like, oh, oh damn I know. Oh, I was oh, like, oh.
1: so there's, there's no way they, I don't know. Maybe Jane Austen did really explain the character of Edward in the book and his mannerisms of like his gait, his mutter, his um, static speech sometimes. So Staccato, not static. Uh,
0: well, my next note is...
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> every now and then, you'll see, like, a servant bring something in and out of a room. They look so uncomfortable in those clothes. Like, they don't take normal steps. They look like they're trying not to fall because they're wearing platforms and these tights. And they're like, oh, it just... It's hilarious watching the servants try to walk around in the costumes. And also, they looked very French, the servant uniforms. I don't know if you've noticed that. <laughs>
1: I don't know what it was like then. No, I don't, I don't, I don't either, So, I mean, who knows, maybe they all went to the French Academy mm-hmm. of how to uh, place. Oh, cause yeah, I remember in, uh, kind of <laughs> going off. Um, and, uh, it's the TV Gilded, Sh- age? Gilded age. Thank yeah. you. In Gilded age. And they were like, Oh, they know how to serve in the French style. Mm-hmm. And, uh, be like the one from the olden time, the mean woman. Um, whenever they had to invite the people over. Anyway, you guys know not I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. Uh, I also wrote down impressive hair. So I know they're all wigs, but, like, it looked like uh, Afro-American hair, but still done up in, like, fancy British style. I don't know. I thought they were cool looking wigs. Again, like costume, budget, like they did really well on that, you know, hallmark wise. Um, Then I wrote down only one room because every scene that takes place in that cottage is just the one parlor where the piano is.
1: Okay, so yes, the cottage is smaller, but it does also occur in the other movie because that's their one room. You know, they talk about being the mom talks about being peasants and so small. They're only inter- be, they're only able to entertain this one room that has the the pianoforte in it. So mm-hmm. they go to that. So what's a
0: pianoforte?
1: It's it's a piano, I think that's just old Anyway, I don't
0: know. I mean, forte means strong. Is there is
1: there eighty eight? But... I know loud, but like, is it? Oh, it is
0: means there loud. still eighty
1: eight okay. keys? I don't know. Um, is it just because it can't go in certain ranges? It's not like a harpsichord, but no, I'm sure It's a piano, or a piano forte. Right,
0: uh, let's see. I wrote. Where's um, the corrections for this? Oh, <laughs> oh, and then we meet Colonel Brandon. My uh, note is that he is gorgeous honestly (laughs) and and it looks like he just squirted in a whole bottle of vising before each shot he looks like he's constantly about to cry
1: constantly like someone must have had a cat on set and he had allergies (laughs) the entire time
0: (laughs) but he was beautiful
1: but that was the point too um that um was he oh wait hold on no i'm thinking of willoughby Sorry. Hmm. Alan Rickman, yes. I mean, I loved Alan Rickman. Still do, RIP.
0: Mr. Uh, anyway,
1: he was so good in there. Um, but yes, that's supposed to be Alan Rickman. But Colonel Brandon, oh yeah. my goodness.
0: He was gorgeous. He was gorgeous. Uh, and then I wrote John Willoughby is gorgeous.
1: <laughs> but so, and he's supposed to be more, like, better looking mm-hmm. than Brandon. But I didn't think they did that well. But he's gorgeous, yes. But I would prefer Colonel Brandon over.
0: So, like, the Brandon-Willoughby dynamic is almost identical to the dynamic of the other two suitors in Pride and Prejudice. I was shocked that Sense and Sensibility is, like, 80% the same story as Pride and Prejudice. And it's like, you know how they say like Taco Bell has like 10 ingredients in the back and each dish is just them rearranging what order to put those Taco Bells on a tortilla. I mean, those ingredients on a tortilla. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm getting from these two Jane Austen stories.
1: It's like there's always, you know, they went
0: to war. It's like there's the guy who's a dick, but he's secretly nice. Then there's the guy who's nice, but is secretly a dick.
1: And they all know each other <laughs> yeah. because they were in the war together.
0: Yeah, they don't specify what war. Like Colonel Brandon, he's like, Oh, I went to war and got distinguished and came back home. And I don't I'm know like, the, I want
1: to know more about the 100 war. year war, maybe? What was going on? What religious when war did, was going on back this, then? When did this book come out? The Habsburgs. I don't know. Do you want me to ask Fancy Lady? No,
0: <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, those are just questions that will be out there. Uh, and then, so, um, oh, John and Marianne have an unchaperoned picnic. There's a lot of unchaperoned dates in this movie.
1: Oh, by the way, we didn't say which John. We've been calling oh. him Willoughby.
0: Oh, sorry. I don't think anyone's following the plot. <laughs>
1: well, no, but don't no, get okay, like, oh, okay. we referenced John before, John the brother.
0: Oh. So you want to be like,
1: sorry. oh, okay, the brother and sister are having. Okay. No, they've been kicked So So
0: Willoughby. Yeah. So Willoughby and Brandon are both potential suitors for Marianne, the middle daughter. And I just thought it was interesting that John and Marianne. Sorry. Willoughby and Marianne have an unchaperoned picnic.
1: Are you sure the little sister wasn't out there but just gallivanting around?
0: She wasn't in any of the scenes. I don't scenes, remember. Any of the shots, the camera angles. Okay. Well, I believe she was supposed to be there. And then here's my note painting of a black guy, because I noticed that in the background of one mm. of the shots. And mm. then I noticed that painting show up in a different location. Uh, I wrote two timing Edward. Oh,
1: that's right. At the picnic, they were saying, oh, my glasses. <laughs> They were saying like, "Who's your favorite artist? Who's your favorite yeah. poet?" And I was like, "Oh my
0: god, yeah." That was cute. Okay, uh, two timing Edward. That's when we find out that Edward Edward is, actually...
1: is such a man whore. Like, <laughs> who knew?
0: So that's when we find out he was secretly engaged to their another cousin that just pops out of nowhere. Lucy Steele. For four years, they've been secretly engaged. I mean, take a hint. We'll
1: we'll pause for a second. So remember how we talked about Fanny was, is the sister of Edward. And Fanny had a conversation with the oldest daughter of the Dashwoods, Eleanor Dashwood, saying that... um,
0: Dashwood's the name of the main family. Correct. Okay. I was trying to get that in there.
1: So Fanny was telling Eleanor, like, oh, it is my job... Um, that my mom has given me to make sure that Edward and Robert, the other brother, marry well. Mm-hmm. And Why is that her job? I don't know because f- females do things right.
0: Isn't she the villain of this whole movie?
1: The point is, women <laughs> get shit done. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, cuss. Yes, ma'am. Anyway. Yeah, you can Oh, okay. So um, that's when uh, uh, Eleanor knew that she didn't have a chance with Edward because of Fanny's conversation that Fanny would, because Fanny goes, I'll never allow a marriage for my brothers to do this. I know who even knows if Fanny's like the oldest and I I don't know. But so clearly that that's laid out there that Fanny will never get it. And then that's whenever Fanny, I'm sorry. That's when Eleanor meets the Steele sisters because the mother-in-law, miss Jennings of John Middleton that's the estate they're staying at in Devonshire. Um, invites the Steele sisters over to all join in for who knows, be if it's gossip or fun or whatever, but like, oh, I thought we'd just have a good girls' time. And then so that's when Lucy Steele meets Eleanor. And uh, for some reason, Lucy Steele decides to confide in Eleanor, where they just met just met it's like, like girls best friending in a club you bathroom tell you this but right exactly and all of a sudden she's like so i've been engaged to this guy that no one knows about for four years and his name is edward ferris and so fanny is fanny eleanor is trying to like cover her shockness up
0: for surprise and so to make sure i'm following this <clears throat> So, uh, so okay. The, how are the Steel sisters related to Fanny?
1: They're not related to Fanny.
0: They're not related that, to Fanny. To my knowledge. They're just friends.
1: No, they don't know each other. Okay, that's why I corrected myself when I said Fanny and Eleanor. Okay. Okay, no, so sorry. this is what happened. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who Miss Jennings is? No. Miss Jennings is the mother-in-law of John, Sir John Middleton, who owns... Barton Cottage okay. where the women are staying, the da- the Dashwoods okay. are staying.
0: Oh, right, 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 okay. Right.
1: So Miss Jennings, was the ones that party. was like, oh, ho, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's what she sounds yeah, like, okay? okay. Yeah. She's like over the top. Anyway, so <clears throat> when they were like having their luncheon mm-hmm. and uh, they're like, she goes, here are the Steele sisters. I invited them because I thought it would be such a great time. All of us together, you Davenshire girls, Dashwood girls Mm -hmm. with the Steele sisters, same age, fun, like, we'll have a grand old time. You're here to entertain me, because Miss Jennings feels like everyone around her is for her entertainment. That's why she's, like, spilling the tea and being gossipy and, like, Mm -hmm. being, whoop anyway so that's how the deal. no one at this time i believe is related to each other who knows maybe someone's a cousin but okay. that, that's neither here nor there okay. at right now so lucy Steele is the one that's married i'm sorry engaged to edward she mm-hmm. confides that in eleanor dashwood and they have a conversation about it
0: mm-hmm. okay okay all right yes
1: and then later on fanny finds out because the youngest steel sister spills the beans
0: okay gotcha thank you for some reason i thought everyone was marrying their cousins but thank you for clarifying
1: i mean potentially <laughs> i i can't say what keep the money
0: in the family or something. the lineage is yeah. all right my next note is uh two-timing edward mexican food is a rearrangement of ingredients kiss from a rose yeah <laughs> Where did this? Was this at the the big the ball?
1: Yes, it was at the ball. <laughs> <laughs> there was a cellist paint playing "Kiss by the
0: Rose." Kiss from a, yeah, kiss from a rose on the brick by seal. By probably. seal. Uh, um, is he
1: still alive or has he passed? He's still.
0: I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know I know he was in the movie Pop Star. he got mauled by wolves
1: that's maybe that's why I'm confusing <laughs>
0: um okay and then so when um um uh, it wasn't yeah when Marianne finally gets a letter from Willoughby saying hey I'm no longer interested in you and your stank ass wait um, who said that oh when Willoughby sends a letter to which was Marianne. brought
1: by the tiniest of white men
0: <laughs> and like, hey, he's a Mate-
1: right because <laughs> when he jumped down, it was next to B, if it was Willoughby or uh, he was yeah. next to uh, maybe Colonel Brandon or Edward. He was so t- not Edward.
0: Wait, it was he was with Brandon. Edward was white. Yes, that's what's
1: messing me up right now. Hmm. So he was he must have been next to Colonel Brandon. I don't know. But he was so tiny. Maybe he was the jockey that was teaching them all how to horse ride.
0: <laughs> He's like, I'll do it for free if you put me in the movie. <laughs> Uh, anyways, so I thought it was funny that, like, while Willoughby is breaking up with Marianne in this letter, he signs it, Your Obedient and Humble Servant. Oh, which, by the way, he gifted her a horse. <laughs> yeah, that was weird.
1: That he was going to take care of. He was hoping
0: of. she'd show up at his table and ride it. Um, and then I wrote Bank Accounts because I thought that was funny. Uh, then I wrote the actress who played Eleanor was very good. Very good. She was really good. She was good. But maybe she also just stands out because everyone around her was not good.
1: I think that's, well, Marianne was played just like Kate Winslet in the other one as well. Okay. To where she clearly is, um, like damsel in distress.
0: Damsel. Damsel. Damsel.
1: damsel. I'm sorry. Hi. Um, in distress and, um, very easily wooed
0: uh and then my last note was second choice because edward shows up and he's like oh no i'm not gonna marry that person that i promised i'd marry four years ago i'm gonna marry you instead and she's all excited to be his second choice that's all
1: yeah they didn't end with the wedding
0: yeah it it, they kissed and then the movie ended Mm -hmm. and it's like i know hallmark movies have to end with a kiss but like also i don't think they could Kiss without them being actually married. Oh no, they did get married. I'm sorry. They kiss, and then we saw the wedding. They were wearing blue and white. I fell asleep the last oh, five minutes. Yeah, there was there was um, everyone was wearing blue and white. Hallmark, if you watch this, can you
1: start your movies at seven <laughs> um, Eastern Standard Time and not eight, like nine nine thirty? I'm out.
0: So now I remember they're standing on the balcony because they couldn't <laughs> get rights to film inside the building. Uh, they kiss, and the camera zooms in, and then. A priest teleported behind them, and then it zooms back out, and you're inside a wedding chapel, and they've got different clothes on. So it was really a cut, but it was really well matched cut. And you're so you're like, oh, they're kissing, and then he's like, oh, you're the deepest voiced chaplain, I'm no, one kiss the bride. But I'm like, they're already kissing, and then the camera pulls out, and I was like, oh, that was a fun trick, but it was very startling.
1: Was it one or two weddings? Was it a double wedding?
0: I think it was just one wedding. Mm. Yeah, but I remember, The other
1: one, it's a double wedding.
0: I remember uh, Marianne, or no, it was Eleanor. Eleanor was wearing... Wait. Okay. Eleanor got with Edward, right? Yeah. Okay, so it was Eleanor's wedding. Mm. That's right. Um, Marianne did get proposed to earlier on. By Colonel Brandon. Yeah, Colonel Brandon. Yeah. Okay, so what are some of your notes?
1: Oh, wait, did okay. we talk about... Oh. Um, <laughs> the... Sister Marianne.
0: um... Meg just gets written out of the story. (laughs) Margaret, sorry.
1: Oh, no, she goes by Meg.
0: Okay. Well, I feel like she she stopped being a a character basically 30 minutes into the movie. (laughs) (laughs) She's vanished. Right. Um, she just plays piano in the
1: but we didn't, room. But we didn't talk about um, Marianne getting sick from, like, the infection from oh, her yeah. ankle and refusing to eat. eat and and just hanging out
0: in the rain. And just
1: hanging out in the rain. Somehow able to stand and walk all the way out yeah. there when she, like, needed people to help her all yeah. the time. So there A was... twisted
0: ankle somehow turned into her almost dying. <laughs> <laughs> and the doctor's like,
1: Aah. He's like... Bitch, I don't know. I'm going like, on to my next patient. Nothing oh nothing well. can do. Yeah, she doesn't want to <laughs> like, eat, so she's so not going to get tired. better. <laughs> and then calls, and then mm-hmm. Eleanor to save the day and calls the
0: yeah.
1: uh, mother and Meg uh, to come yeah. to to them.
0: Brandon was the one who saved everyone by going to pick them up. So, like, thank you so much, Colonel Brandon, for picking up my family and bringing them to me.
1: Yes. So, you know, it takes someone dying, I guess, for them to realize that someone else... Loves them as always. So Hallmark was like, we can use this story to our advantage. Yeah. Um, anyway, so there was that. Um, I guess they didn't want to bring in the leeches, though, to <clears> drain <throat> out her ankle. her infected blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so I thought the budget that they had appeared uh, to be very well done in regards to costumes. Um, the drone footage to making us feel like we are inside those mansions, in my opinion, um, as well as the lighting. I think they did a great job for their lighting in regards to having us tell what time of day it was and actually, you know, not know if they were outside or what. I was like, they did a great job. And like the rain scene. I'm yeah, sorry. That's true. That it's was a great time. It's always fake snow, we, like that we see. It's clearly, um, that's clearly that whenever we're um, at a Hallmark movie and Mickey. There must have been someone
0: off camera with a hose just pointing it at the air, like you do when you're a kid. Who knows?
1: But they did a good <laughs> job in the lighting. You could see the rain, see the good drops, and but mm-hmm. they were also over marianne in that scene too that's what i was trying to also get to about marianne standing in the rain that scene was a good scene for hallmark Mm -hmm. and like the perspective that they gave um of that camera shot Mm -hmm. um yeah so the lighting um
0: Uh, any other notes you had
1: no i'm just replaying kiss kiss from a rose from a rose or by okay
0: so these are "Kiss by a rose kiss from a rose i think I think it's from. Okay, so these are my my, my scores that I'm giving it. Oh, ten. scores! Oh, I didn't do <laughs> so. Scores. For writing, I gave it four because I thought the overall story was dumb. Um, the biggest issue I had is like they meet a character and immediately fall in love with the character after their first conversation.
1: So then you're just saying Jane Austen's. Well, Jane Austen's um... book
0: is probably more than two hours worth of content. Okay, this movie's only ninety minutes, so that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it it, it was badly adapted.
1: Okay, I guess you didn't get yeah. And i it did I, say Yes, bank I'm so sorry. I, I'm so sorry. Yes, I, I understand now. I'm yeah, sorry. Thank badly you.
0: adapted. Got it, got it. Got it. I haven't seen the 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 Kate Winslet. That's what like movie. One, probably more realistic development of crushes on people and stuff.
1: Yes, these Acting... flowers aren't from the hot box, hot house. You'll know what I'm referencing.
0: (laughs) Uh, Acting, I gave it a four out of ten. It would have been three, but I really liked the actress who played Eleanor. Everyone around her was terrible. Uh, Margaret did a terrible job of acting like a nine-year-old. You know, the best child,
1: that's a weird word, um, actor or whatever, is just, I'm going to go back to who played on... Tim Allen, Santa Claus, the main elf manager.
0: Oh, uh, Bernard.
1: No, the woman. Oh, <laughs> the girl who yeah. went on Cripple Crabble. Oh.
0: oh, the Santa Clauses, the the series. Santa <laughs> yeah. Claus, not Claus's. Clauses, sorry, the Santa Clauses TV series. The head elf. Is it um... still
1: pluralized?
0: Is yeah, because it, it's supposed Claus? to be their family. Oh. They're the Clauses. I did not pay attention. Uh, oh, like cause, No, 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 plural, not possessive. You shouldn't have to say that out loud. (laughs) It's okay. Anyway, yeah, she was also in station 11. She's wonderful. Oh, that's right. But she's a child playing an adult. That's different than a tween playing a child. Well, she
1: should get used to playing younger. I don't know. Just.
0: But, anyways, a lot of people brought the acting down. Eleanor is what made it not a three.
1: Eleanor in the storyline having to take care of everyone. Mm-hmm. And having to carry this whole thing.
0: Oh, on sick! Her. Sick! Marianne was not believable in the least. She was like, "I'm sick." Uh.
1: That's exactly the how I think she was supposed to be played.
0: Yeah, right. Just directing. I did have three written, but you're you reminded me of the rain scene. I'm like, okay. That even if it was someone just spraying a hose into the air. <laughs> they sprayed it very well. They, they, they sprayed it very well, and that shot was lit well. That might have been a second unit director, like they call in someone for the more complex <laughs> shots, but yeah. overall directing, I'm giving a 4 out of 10. So 4s across the board. And that was Sense and Sensibility. Yeah. Uh, once again, <laughs> directed by uh, Roger M. Bob. Written by Tim Huddleston and Jane Austen.
1: Brought to you by Hallmark Mahogany.
0: Yeah, I wonder if there's any fun, fun uh, trivia. Uh, Ah! Countries of origin. United States, Canada, Bulgaria, Ireland. Oh my
1: gosh! Okay, Ireland. She fell down the hill in Ireland.
0: Yeah, I guess so.
1: Bulgaria must have been where the castles
0: were. Yeah. A lot of this must have just been... What? Oh, oh, the production company is UFO International Productions. So we both saw it at the same time. Yeah, that's weird. They're the drone footage. Huh, Vision, visual effects. Uh, And yeah, uh, just interesting. IMDb's got some weird things you see when you're looking at this stuff.
1: Maybe yeah, we can add it to your 2024 um,
0: yeah. movie list. I will. I will. Those women are beautiful. Yeah. Your headshots. I do want to see some trivia because I'm sure there's interesting stuff, but. I doubt anybody wrote it any trivia. It was for just
1: this. released yesterday, last night. Yeah. It it was its okay. premiere.
0: I mean, IMDb has it as a five point nine out of ten. That is generous, I gotta say. Hugo. All right. Well, uh, thank you all so much for listening to our nonsense, and get ready to hear more of it when the holiday movies come out. Thank Use. you. So, do you know the subject of the next?
1: Hallmark movie that's part of Love Youary. See, I thought it was another Jane Austen one, but now I don't know.
0: Like, I, I don't necessarily. I'm not exactly excited about adaptations of historical stories unless they modernize it, because then I won't be staring at the lack of budget.
1: I mean, I. Oh, see, I still like seeing the the period movie of it. And you know who doesn't like a good British thing? Oh, they all did very. I don't know what they're, uh, where the actors are from, but I thought they had good British accents.
0: Yeah, I'll give them that. Yeah. you know, Except for the community theater guy. He sounds like an American guy pretending to be British.
1: Mm, I think, yeah, because that, ooh. <laughs> now
0: i got going to see where that actor's from. Yeah. Um, let's see. So he played Mr.
1: Because our British accents, any accent we do, turns into a Jamaican accent. <laughs> I, You know.
0: Hello, hello, hello just like that. Um they did good. So that was uh Edward Bennett, Sir yes, John Middleton. Sir John Middleton. Oh, he doesn't even have a picture on what? IMDb. Oh, he was oh, he says- he's British. Oh, he's British. Okay. Uh born in Honeybourne, Worcestershire, England. That sounds delicious actually. He was in War Horse, Napoleon from last year. Royal Shakespeare Company loves Labor's Lost*. Okay, well, doesn't mean he did a good job in this movie. All right. (laughs) So uh, tonight's movie is probably also Jane Austeny. Maybe. Uh, Yeah, Um, we'll let
1: you know about it in the next one. But it was fun. Yeah, we'll take some. This has been fun. Thank you. All
0: right, well, thank you. Okay, and uh, I guess that's the end there. Yeah. Oh, tell tell them where they can follow you if they want to learn more about you and what you do.
1: Oh, and when I do, you are um, please visit my website at tampa bay homes for sale dot real estate. Again, tampa bay homes for sale dot real estate. Uh, you can follow me on Leslie Haas FL on Instagram and Leslie Haas Realtor on Facebook. My email address is Leslie Haas FL at gmail dot com.
0: And Haas is spelled with two A's.
1: That's why I paused. Yeah. H A as an alpha, A is an alpha, S as in Sierra. <laughs> Alright.
0: Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Art for Profit's sake is recorded through Riverside FM, distributed through Spotify for podcasters, and edited on Adobe Audition. The music is provided by Old Romans. If you learned anything useful or found this podcast helpful, please rate and review us five stars. If you want to learn more about me or my art, head over to chainassembly.com.
1: Are you ready to paint your own canvas in the real estate world as a homeowner? It's Leslie Haas from Realty One Group Sunshine, and I'm here to talk home equity, your masterpiece in the housing market. Imagine owning a piece of property that's not just a place to call yours, but also an investment opportunity. It's time to take that brush and start creating equity in your dream home. With interest rates on the verge of dropping, get ahead of the curve and secure your artistic haven before the next rush. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or upgrading your studio, let's sketch out your home ownership dreams together. To learn more, visit tampabayhomesforsale.realestate.